everybody. Dang it, Keller. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to the 500 Greatest Films Podcast. My name is Hector Navarro. Sitting across from me is my good buddy, Mr. Keller Knobloch. Say hi, Keller. Hi, Hector. How are you? Excellent. How are you? I'm so good. I'm feeling good. You know why? Why? Glass and a half of wine in. Hi. How could you be doing bad? We watched, we're going to get into it, but I was thinking about it on the walk over here from the living room, and I'm like, I think I would classify it as a perfect movie, just because I can't think of anything I would fault for it. For reference, the walk over here is 10 feet. <laughs> <laughs> and thirdly, I'm feeling great because our guest tonight is the immensely talented producer. Wickedly talented. Wickedly talented. Adele that, that had that energy. <laughs> wickedly talented. <laughs> I can't read the prompter. Uh, uh, she is a producer and host at Entertainment Tonight. Ash Crossan is our guest tonight. I am so grateful to be here. Ash, you're the best in Thank the biz. Thank you so oh much God. for being here. And I throw that around a lot. And I for say, being the best in the biz. I say the best in the biz a lot. Yeah. Like if you I'm told like, how many morning, guests have you said that to? At least half. Okay. And I was on my way to work this morning. He's like, Keller, you're the best in the you're biz. The best in the biz. I, I was say like, it he's full of shit. And I am full of shit every time. It's only because I knew the best in the biz was going to be on the podcast Thank tonight. Thank you. Except for when I say to Ash Cross, you're the best in the biz. You're the best in the biz. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that was so fake. No, no, it I'm wasn't. <laughs> Best at drawing Spider-Man. Thank you very much. In I the appreciate biz. that. You guys are both. I'll take that. B in the B. B in the B. B in the B. No, but Ash is an immensely, immensely talented uh, host. I was just complimenting her, and I'm a big fan, and I'm so stoked that she gets to be on the podcast. We've already run over all of the particulars, and we're ready to get into it. So should we just dive in? Just jump in there. Okay. <laughs> Two traditions on the podcast. The first one, Ash, is that Keller is going to read to us the little blurb from Empire Magazine. You've already been over it. You have already confirmed that the top 10 list is comprised of mostly dorm room movie posters. Yes. Absolutely. I would what? love to know how many not men were pulled in this. Mm-hmm. We <laughs> got to do the numbers. I would, lo- I would also love to know. Uh, again, not that I don't love and hate this list. I have a very complex relationship with this list, but if anybody from Empire Magazine is listening, which I kind of hope you're not, but if you are, that's great. Cool. Thanks. Don't shut us down. Don't shut us down. Uh, Please let us know of the 10,000 people that were polled and of the 150 key film Hollywood people, like names, uh, addresses, serial numbers. (laughs) How many of them were women? How many of them were people of color? That's fascinating. Uh, And tonight, the movie that we're talking about very few women, very few people of color. <laughs> Great movie. Uh, and so let's just jump in. At, uh, Keller, what movie are we talking about tonight? Hit us with that stuffy. Here's the deal. He's going to read it. Thank stuffy you for British prefacing guy. it. He's he going to read it. I have to time. preface it. He's going to read it. Let me take another sip of wine. He's going to read it in a stuffy British guy voice because this okay. is a British magazine. Empire Magazine is from the UK. It's That's British true. film magazine. So Keller, please This is an tell impression us. of the man who wrote all of these blurbs. <laughs> what movie are we talking about tonight? 402. Little Miss Sunshine, 2006. Directors, Jonathan Dayton, Valerie Ferris. I said Valerie. (laughs) So indie it hurts. Dysfunctional characters, mainstream actors, parenthetical Steve Carell, Greg Kinnear, in parenthetical, doing quirky Best Original Screenplay Awards. (laughs) This transcends the easy labeling with a real sense of the pangs and pathos of family. Pretty good blurb. Pretty good blurb. But as we discussed, is it so indie it hurts? Uh, Devotchka. We already did Juno yeah. though, and I feel like that yeah. really That's a very like indie That your puts face another movie. layer onto yep. it. When you have Rain Wilson in your movie, that's indie. Yeah. It's indie. Indie movie. The rocker. Indie. 
Um, I think this actually won an Independent Spirit Award. Did though, it really? So that's pretty. It's <laughs> pretty freaking indie. How do you feel, Ash? Is that blurb pretty accurate? Would you disagree with it? Because again, to give you some context, there's been little blurbs that we've read throughout. I'll always go to this movie, Top Gun. I disagreed heavily. I was offended by its write-up on Top Gun, and I don't even like the movie Top Gun. What did it I was just say? Offended. I'm gonna take I, it back to it. Because you can take it, it back keeps to Top coming Gun. Back. It we keeps coming up. It. We should refresh. So I'm not a big fan of the movie Top Gun. It is a classic piece of Americana, and this British magazine kind of took some took some Dolores Umbridge with it. And I'm gonna have Keller read this little. That's book. another. Oh, that's again. another dorm room movie poster. <laughs> Order of the Phoenix. No, no. Top Gun. Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> I love Order of the Phoenix, dude. God, uh, yeah, bro, you want to have you say sack? Dolores Umbridge? I'm going to do it. Yeah. Uh, so what's how did the top one? Top I'm not Gun. doing a British accent go. this time. Okay, go for it. A combination U.S. Navy recruiting film. Closet gay porno movie, Reaganite flag waver, and love letter to A, big shiny jet fighters, B, big shiny Tom Cruise teeth. Tony Scott still manages to get fluttering doves and shafts of light through dust into it. It's mean. I'm confused it's why you're writing a f- like a 500 best movies and then you're just <laughs> so like shitting on, one. Shitting on it. <laughs> because it wasn't up to the editorial staff. It was, again, the readers that wrote it in. And I know that Empire... And they're like, nah. Yeah, Empire Magazine, I'm sure, has a bunch of uh, readers stateside in the United States. So, yeah, they were exactly. They were like, nah. And I read that and, and I'll always say, like, I don't like Top Gun. I might even agree with some of its criticisms in that little blurb. But the fact that the Brits are making fun of a U.S. propaganda. Because you would like, not like, believe how nice they were to Atonement. <laughs> not five minutes, five movies later. <laughs> really nice to Atonement. Yeah, so nice Really to nice atonement. to Enduring Love, buddy. That movie had a hot air balloon accident and that was not the main part of the movie. No, it's first five minutes. Anyway. I just have that that feeling of like, you can't pick on my little sister. I'll pick on my little sister. Yes. I'm an American. I'll point out its flaws. Yes. Please. Mm, we don't need your opinion on this one, Austin Powers. You can just keep it to yourself. Like, it's only okay to dunk on Star Wars if you liked it. Yes. Like, it's like. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's exactly right. And I'm glad you brought up Star Wars. Uh, let's go. Why are we doing it? Let's okay. go. No. <laughs> yeah, because now we're talking about no. Uh, okay. So, Little Miss Sunshine. We're back to Little Miss Sunshine. Overall, I pretty much agree with that blurb. It was a little little spicy, a little bit of a spicy take, a little mean, but still uh, accurate because Ash pointed out they won an Independent Spirit Award. Um, overall thoughts, Little Miss Sunshine, we've all seen the movie before. Mm-hmm. Ash, I sent you a long chunk of list of movies. Yeah. First question, how come you pick Little Miss Sunshine? Um, it's literally in my top five movies of all time. Whoa. So when you sent them, I was like, yeah, I've seen some of these, but this one is like one I can actually... You said you watched it it's... two months ago. Yeah. 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 Wow. Because I th- I showed my I showed it to my boyfriend I think because he had like never seen it. And what? I was like, we have to watch this. Daniel. I yeah. know. Damn Daniel. He's born in a hole. Damn, Damn Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> you see a little bit of sunshine. Damn Daniel. Too busy with those white vans. <laughs> so uh, what did he think of it? Uh, I bu- I mean, either he did not like it and lied to me, which is like the no. right move to do. I think when you're mm. get him on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Let's confront him like I um, was like uh, the Roses show that Ryan Seacrest used to do on the radio. Jesus. That's what this is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just call him and confront mm-hmm. him. But yeah, but no, it's he... one of my favorite movies. I, I yeah. love like a, it's weird because watching it back, I was like, oh, this is a little more depressing than I remembered. But I feel like it's I always remember it as like a 
movie that made me feel like weird and warm and fuzzy. Well, well, it's because all the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the score the helps. Yeah, the score really helps. Does. You know what? I, I want to get your opinion on this. Someone the, playing the tuba in the yeah. <laughs> when they're moving a body. Yeah, bump, bump, shenanigans, bump. Like, <laughs> yeah. But what's your take on this, Ash? The Notebook, sad movie or happy movie? Oh my God, it's sappy. That's not what I asked. I said sad or happy. Not the combination feeling, which is sappy. I want I want to know, is it sad okay, movie okay. or happy movie? But I have to pick in the strict sad in or that, happy in binary. In that ridiculous binary, yes. And I then guess where it's a would happy movie. It? Unless you're James Marston's character, then it's a super sad movie. Yeah, but then you're just James, <laughs> James Marston. James Marston's character in anything. You'll be fine. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Enchanted, X-Men, Notebook, same character in all those movies. The hot guy that's like not the main guy. Yeah. Superman, did I say Superman? Superman, Superman returns. returns. 27 dre- dresses. Does he? Same? Gets the girl. Oh, oh really? Good for him. Good for yeah, him. That should be on the list. Westworld does not get the girl. So mm. also that same character. But no. um, I would also consider it a happy movie. A lot of people say it's very sad because the characters die at the end. But it's that thing of the, the notebook. Yeah. Yeah. They're at the end of their life. That's like, what I'm old saying. people. Yeah. And they died like at the same time. Like it's yeah. some perfect Titanic bullshit. Like it's so happy. They had their the whole perfect life. Titanic bullshit. Yeah, that, that's famously not a perfect well, way to die. <laughs> a perfect way to die is okay. Okay, hang on. Controversial. I think that Rose died at the end. Old Lady Rose, after she threw the heart. Oh, a hundred percent. Right, because, Jack because then says, we see then we see her like dream, and it's like heaven, like she's back on the Titanic. I agree. And then Jack gives her that speech while they're on the floating door, which they could have taken turns on, where she's like, they "You're gonna die." Turns warm in your bed you're gonna do all this stuff you're gonna yeah. go horseback riding and then they panned all the photos where she did all that stuff and mm-hmm. she's warm in her bed so definitely i agree some people are like no she's just asleep and dreaming have and you ever I'm seen like, the alternate no. ending to that it's crazy no. what is it um she goes to throw the heart of the ocean in the end and then the two guys come and find her and they're like lady what are you doing and they like stop her and then she gives them a big she gives bill paxton a big speech about like what the heart of the ocean is about and then he like understands and i think lets her throw it but it's crazy what you know what? I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Ash, you also mentioned that there were four alternate endings on the Blu-ray DVD for Little Miss Sunshine. For Little Miss Sunshine. There are four alternate endings. What are I some had, of those? What? Yeah. So there is one that I really like, and it's, so they're, in, at the end, when they're all sitting around, they like let them go. Instead, they're handcuffed, and they, then he like unhandcuffs them. And they're like, yeah, we can all agree with that. And they walk out, and... They've, one of them stole the tiara. So he like brings out the tiara and puts it on his head. And then he puts it on Olive's head. The dad does. And then they walk out the door and these like automatic doors close. And then he's like, who wants ice cream? Mm. And then it ends. That is instead really of them driving away. That's really good. That is very good. That and then there's some too. other ones that aren't as good. Like there's one that they steal the trophy and then they run out. So it's kind of like... Oh, that's a little mean. Smuggling Grandpa Part Two. Why don't you resuscitate the Grandpa? <laughs> yeah, on there's stage one where the Force pageant. Ghost Grandpa sits down with her. Olive, great fucking job on that thing. <laughs> yeah. You did a great Just job. Just forced coaching in the back of the <laughs> auditorium. Yeah, yeah. She looks up and it's Ghost Alan Arkin, and she's copying it. all the moves. That you know what I want it? Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You. You did. You did like research. Yeah. Before coming in. You shouldn't have, you didn't it's have to like do a, that. I don't know. But you've it's seen like a, it a million times. It's yeah. a preparation thing. Like I Thank can't, you. you know. I know. I get it. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Wait, was somebody giving you shit about having cards? Oh my God. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Talking about preparedness. Okay. I went to a junket the other yeah. day. Press I won't junket. say which movie. It was The Grudge. And <laughs> I'm about to go into an interview with two of the actors. And this guy is standing behind me. And 
I have like my, my, I have like a clipboard with the note cards clipped into it. And he's like, did you bring notes? And I was like, for the interview? Yeah, it's my job. Yeah, I'm seeing the fourth grudge movie, bro. What do you want from me? Like, he was talking to me like it was my first junket or something. Like, I could tell he had that vibe. Like, he was like, I've been doing this forever. Like, who are you? And I was like, the reality is I've been doing this for eight years. Yeah. So it's definitely, I don't know. All you have to do is turn on the internet. Yeah, hundreds of junkets. I don't even know. And then Um, what happened? And then after you asked, after you asked your question, you did your interview. Yeah, I did the interview. And the person I was interviewing was like, those were really good questions. And I was like, I'm really glad you said that. I'm not even going to explain to you why, but um, thank you. I'm going to ask you out. when we're done recording who that guy was. It gave you a hard oh. time because I kind of want to know. Well, honestly, to... I, I could not tell you who it really? was. Really? Yeah, I don't I'm going to pull up a face of somebody who I think it might be. Okay. And then I'll be like, is this this man? And you'll tell me yes or no after. Yeah. And I'll not, be like, I, right I might sound crazy. I don't know who this man is. <laughs> sorry to this I'm man. Sorry, sorry to this man. <laughs> <laughs> Good pull. That's but it's, good. I've nev- I mean, I rarely see people without note cards. Yeah, I know. And if you are, you're, it's like a waiter that doesn't write down the You're going to fuck it up. It stresses like, me out. Yeah, it like good for you, out. but like why? Mm-hmm. Why have the added stress? You're, yeah. you're not proving anything to anybody but yourself. Yeah. <laughs> for real. Well, thank you for that preparedness. Again, Keller and I's whole I attitude do have to ask, this. where are the note cards? Yeah. <laughs> None for this. <laughs> I do have a Google note. Oh, okay, no. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> that's more than um, we've ever done. <laughs> so so that's why you picked Little Miss Sunshine. It's one of your top five. It's one of my top five. That's amazing. Um, this is normally the question then we, we sort of follow up with with our guests is we like to just discuss our overall thoughts having seen the movie either for the first time or like tonight. I don't know how many times I've seen yeah. this movie now, but I, I've definitely I love it and I've seen it again. What are your overall thoughts on Little Miss Sunshine right now in mm-hmm. your life? And was there anything new that you picked up on? You talked about it kind of being a sad movie. Like you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think like, I think I just thought about it on a deeper level now because I watched it. I mean, it came out when I was a junior in high school. So I'm like prime teen angst. Like I'm a Dwayne. Yeah. I got a chain wallet. I'm listening mm-hmm. to a lot of brand new and taking back Sunday. Like that was my whole vibe. Yeah, are you spoken in 500 yeah. days? <laughs> right. That... Are, you, are you a Tony Collette today? A Greg Kinnear? A Steve Carell? I think I'm actually like a, like an olive. I was thinking about wow. this because I think about, this is like going to get probably too deep, but <laughs> I think about like, I'm an on-camera person, right? Mm-hmm. And I go into this business and I think initially I need to fit into this mold, right? Like I got to be, I got to look a certain way. I got to act a certain way. I got to talk a certain way. I got to behave a certain way. And she never does that. And she's like, and her grand, I mean, I guess her grandpa's the one that convinces her to like, just always be yourself. You're beautiful no matter what. Mm -hmm. Be a super freak. And she does that and she never compromises who she is. And she finds success in her own way. Yeah. And the success at the end of the movie is her and her family is are closer than ever before. And even though she absolutely does not win that competition, she's not sad. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like she just gets this feeling of, okay, I found my, my people. They're all supportive of me. I'm happy. And I did it. Yeah. And I'm not a loser because I tried and I did it. Yeah. I do kind of wish at the end, like when the guy's like, you have to never do a beauty pageant in California again. I wish they had like asked Olive. Like, yeah, she all of like give the okay. Like yeah. they don't even like run it by her. She's <laughs> or, just or, like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Or you guys were pointing out that like Miss California was bopping along to her yeah. move. If there was some final moment where she was like, great moves out there. Something to be like, here's a confirmation from a hero of yours. Yeah. Miss California. And then do, keep doing your own thing. Yeah. That was great. like one of my favorite little subtle things is mm-hmm. that even like 
all the way at the end of the song. Miss California is just bopping in the mm-hmm. audience. Yeah. She, she loves, loves it. it. Do you like ice cream? I love ice cream. That and was she loves a ice cream. Moment. Yeah. But it might be technically a frozen yogurt. <laughs> yeah, so it's zero Jerry, calories. Jerry Garcia. So yeah, that's a really that's a really beautiful thing to take away from that movie. And again, it goes back to you being the best in the biz. Ash, you're the best in the biz. Best in the biz. Be in the biz. Best in the biz. Be in the biz. Be in the biz. Be in the biz. I almost want to make you um, recite one of my favorite interview moments of yours is where you got you cornered Jim Carrey. And I you, did. And I almost want to. Keller, do you like the movie Liar Liar? Yeah. Guess what? Did he do the claw? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, could you imagine? Like, did that do a full grown ass woman did the claw? What do you no. know? It's the claw. No, the what, claw's uh, gonna get you. What happened? The real get Carriola. So tell, tell I Keller. have yeah, liar right? liar memorized like to a point. Oh, I have seen this. Where oh god, <laughs> <laughs> to the point where it's like scary. And my so my dad for years like it was like a party trick. Like he was like uh. I was like his trained monkey where he's like Ash do the do the liar liar thing and he'd make me do the thing where he got pulled over. And when I was interviewing Jim Carrey, I was like, I'm not going to do it. But wouldn't that be cool? And then it just felt right. Well, you, because you had a great question. Yeah. Your question to him was, what's the, what's the weirdest line of, from you that you, you said in a movie that people quote to you? Yeah, and he and that was a great question because you you could tell he was like, oh God, like let's be real, being the B, you uh, lobbed yourself a real good softball is what you did. <laughs> well, I was like, I was like, Set I'm gonna up. see what Spice he it. says. Yeah, because it could have led to because it, it's a win win because the win is Jim Carrey will have one in his back pocket to be like, oh, you know what? Now that you mention it, yeah, the craziest line from the movie The Majestic, here it is, like or some yeah. weird or thing. Or like if if he was like, oh, I hate my movies, yeah, then I would have been like, well, I'm not gonna <gasps> quote one to your it's face. Perfect, but then the win-win of this situation yeah. was he was like oh i don't know that's a that's oh that's great and then you saw the opportunity and you're like i have one and then i was like here it goes i sped i followed too closely i ran a stop sign i was hit a chevy i sped some more i failed to get a crosswalk i changed lanes in an intersection i changed lanes without signaling while running a red light and speeding <laughs> and he was like hearts in his eyes like whoa yeah <laughs> i impressed him that's, that's always impressive. the best that's always the best how many yeah. times have you seen liar liar Oh, is that in your top five? Is it up there with Little Miss Sunshine? It's I don't know if it's of in a my, different time. I don't know if it's in my top five, but it's like definitely one of the movies I've seen the most. My it's, cousin and I would watch it repeatedly, and we were way yeah. too young to be watching that movie. Like now, knowing the context, like mm-hmm. one of the last quotes of the movie is like the fact that my client's been ridden more than Seattle slew is irrelevant. Like it's just about this girl getting railed the whole movie, and yeah. it was my favorite movie as like an eight year old. <laughs> You're just so And funny. my parents were like, this is just going over her head, so just as let her watch a, as it. As an eight-year-old, you're like, I've had better. I've had better. Yeah. I've had better. yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm going around quoting it, and they're like... <laughs> like that little kid in the CNN like, video. Yeah, what he's like, oh, you remember my client, Kenneth Falk? He's like, oh, from the videotape. How could I forget? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that is a fantastic... So it's, it might not be your favorite movie, but I have a couple of these movies like where they might not be my favorite today, but they're in my DNA. Mm-hmm. They are movies that are in my DNA, whether I want them to be or not. They're just a part of it. And like, you're almost like detached. Like you can't almost go back and watch it objectively or, you know, it's like, that's no. not how it works. Yeah. Like, like Christmas Vacation and Santa Claus. I will watch those constantly. Tim Allen's a Santa Claus? Yes. Mm-hmm. I've seen it a million times too. And every time I watch it, a different thing is funnier. Like I was just watching it when the little kid's like, dad, maybe just put out some cookies just in case. And he like super sarcastically is like, I'll just go preheat the oven. <laughs> and he's like being such a dick about it. And I cracked up for like 20 minutes. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right. So any other, um, any other uh, reflections on Little Miss Sunshine today? Your olive, you found it to be a little bit more sad, but what Definitely did you, more yeah. sad. The soundtrack's still 
You tried. You were like, I'm going to order this on vinyl now. I, I got out my phone to order it on vinyl. Yeah. Couldn't find it immediately on Amazon Prime, which is like the only place I shop. I'm sorry. So you ordered an accordion instead? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to learn it. Where is Davochka now? It's <laughs> a good great question. question. Great question. Great yeah. question. Um, uh, yeah. Keller, what are your overall thoughts on Little Miss Sunshine? I love this movie. It's why I own it. Yeah. Uh, like I said while we were watching, this was one of my few glimpses outside of dumb church world of good Keller things. grew religious. Yeah. Uh, oh, did you grow I went to Catholic school K through 8. My dad was a Baptist pastor. Oh, Ooh, that was a great religious one up that, that I just, just saw. Yeah, I just, just witnessed wanna... that. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I was like the hand on the bat and then Keller just got it on <laughs> yeah. top. Uh, so yeah, I saw this. Wasn't supposed to. Rated R. So, yeah. But again, it's one of those... 15 when it came out. It's one of those rated R movies that I'm like, this should be, for educational purposes, be allowed to be PG-13 and like showed in school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But what do I know? Hmm. This and Dirty Dancing. Yeah. Is Dirty Dancing rated R? I don't know, but we decided it was required viewing. It was. It's such a good movie. We just saw Dirty Dancing for the first time a few weeks ago. The first time? Yeah. First time. Mm -hmm. Wow. It's so good. We're dumb boys. so good. It's so good. Also, I think a perfect movie. Yeah. Because I can't... Again, at the end of it, I was like... I can't think of anything to fall for it. Uh, Those are my overall thoughts on Little Miss Sunshine too. I think it's a perfect movie. I think every aspect about it works. I think the script is so good. It's so good at setting it up. So good, and you hate Greg Kinnear so much, much. and you love him so much at the end. Yeah, which is nuts. It's like a Theon Greyjoy arc. You're just like, oh, exactly. Get out of here. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Wasn't, I guess wasn't quite as upsetting of a <laughs> change. Way, way less incest, <laughs> yeah. but still really, way really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Way less torture. But it's like yeah. we, when we were watching it, there were so many things we were like, well, why did they do that? And mm-hmm. then like five lines later, seriously, they explain it. Seriously. It was like, great. Oh, Pretty airtight mm-hmm. script. Yeah, the main, the main little hiccup plot-wise that I was trying to go over in my head because I knew what was going to happen was they moved the grandpa's body. And they still decide to go to this competition. I was yeah. asking you, Ash. I was like talking to you, Keller. I'm like, would a normal family just be like, okay, that's our weekend. Like our grandpa died. We got to go back to like New Mexico, right? That's that's the weekend. I'm sorry. And and, and then Tony Collette even said to Olive, she's like, we're going to go next year. Okay, honey, sorry. Um, but as we were like rationalizing, like, well, why would they still do it? Oh, these are such desperate characters. Because they even run through it. It's like, what if just one of us stays and the other yep. goes? Yep. Like, yep. They go through all the options. I know. And by the time they come to the, the decision, 700 yeah, miles. you're like cheering them on. And then the yeah. cool music, you're like, yeah, move that body through that window. Move that body through that window. <laughs> yeah, because we were talking about how like the part where Steve Carell's character like runs into the pageant like should have been so intense. But then you just got like Devotchka yeah, yeah, yeah. bopping along. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, mm-hmm. this is so sweet. Mm-hmm. Or like when they're trying to. Oh, man. I was so stressed out when they were driving the van way too fast to the parking lot and like <laughs> jumping curbs and stuff. But that music yeah, does they all cut it. Died. Breaking chains. But yeah, yeah, they all definitely should have died. That chain should have like stopped the van. Mm-hmm. They all could have gotten pretty seriously hurt. And then that would have been it. And it would have been 30 minutes late to the competition and then never made it in. Nope. She wouldn't be able to do that dance. She'd been injured. But, uh, man, I love this movie. I don't know if I have a favorite character. It might be the grandpa. Mine's the grandpa. Mine is definitely he the grandpa. And that's good... who I am, I've decided. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pro- uh, I might be, um, I feel, I want to say that I'm like Steve Carell. But I don't know. Maybe I'm Greg Kinnear. I'm probably Greg Kinnear with my nine steps. But I'm hopefully Greg Kinnear at the end of the movie. Your nine steps are like, okay, we have to watch this Avengers movie, and then we have to watch this stupid little one-shot thing that they made, and then we have to watch this, and then we Refresh have to watch all of the shields. Twenty-four yeah, yeah, yeah. steps, basically. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, it's a good point. How many washes have we done? He will have his stack of encyclopedias next to him mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. reference things. Mm-hmm. What are you looking up? Well, just making sure. You know what? I changed my mind. I'm just like Ash. I'm Olive, and I found success in my own way by being a nerd and bringing it with me. Okay. That's the coolest thing. That's the coolest thing, yeah. I don't think no, I realized I'm, how I'm great, great the grandpa was, though, until this time. Like, sure. I knew he was cool, mm-hmm. which, by the way, Alan Arkin won an Oscar for that. He won he an did Oscar? Win? I believe he won, oh yeah, supporting God. actor. Good. And you said Abigail Breslin was nominated? She was nominated. That's it incredible. It won Best Screenplay. Great. And it had one other nomination. And he was just nominated for a Golden Globe. Alan yes, Arkin. he was. Just today. Today. Mm-hmm. And you said what was his... Uh... So everyone who has a Golden Globe nomination like releases a statement about the nomination. It's usually like, I'm so thankful to the HFPA. It's like very basic, very boring. Yawn, yawn, yawn. Somebody wrote it for them. And Alan Arkins was just... Uh, it was something like, oh, I'm nominated. I guess that means I'm still alive. <laughs> it was like the most exciting thing I've heard in years. Uh, he's the best. He is the best. He's the best. But each one of the Not characters... Not the best, though. That's Ash. No, that's Ash Crossan. Each one of the characters the in the movie uh, is so like you just cheer for them. They're lovable. Or if you hate them at the beginning, they become lovable at the end. They all have such great arcs. They all have these great low points that they hit. Dwayne with the colorblind test. Like, like you know, Greg Kinnear going to Scottsdale, Arizona and getting turned down by Brian Cranston for the last sort of time. Like, they're all just so good. And Tony Collette trying to hold it all together. The greatest Australian doing an American accent. I said it. Probably, definitely. I yeah. agree with that. It's yeah. insane. Like, I interviewed her one time, and I was just like, oh, my God. I didn't know until the moment. That I thought, <laughs> like, I sat down with her, and I was like, oh. The best yeah. Australian eating a popsicle. Easy. Easy. That she popsicle. takes a bite out of that popsicle. Yeah. It is. Oh, my God. As someone who uses Sensodyne toothpaste, that mm. was. That was. Harrowing. Yeah, that was that was a horror <laughs> a movie horror moment. Film. That was yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just like when I when we watched Brightburn together for a press screening. Oh my god! And you told me about a squeamish part in that movie, and then you're like, "Well, here's why." And I was like, "Jeez, yeah, 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 pretty pretty crazy." I haven't seen that movie since. No, it's a one and done. <laughs> it's a one and I, it's, it's, I actually liked it. I like yeah, it. same. Yeah, like I would actually recommend it, but it's like one yeah. and done. So I should see it. The one, the one. T- yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. But then I'll be done. And yes, okay. yes. And I am a huge fan of Superman and I was really worried that from like that angle that I wasn't going to enjoy the movie because a lot of things are going to be sort of like opined about the character or said about the character or the mythos or like a machine or something it's just so I went into it and I was like this is so clever and Mm -hmm. it it still feels like it comes from a dude who does love him he obviously it's James Gunn he loves comic books and shit he gets it he gets it um all right so uh, uh, final thoughts Little Miss Sunshine's great does it deserve to exist on a list of the 500 greatest movies ever yes I say should be higher should be what higher number than is it? 401. Yeah, Ash. that's sacrilege. It should mm. definitely be higher. Top, I mean, it should be in the top, top hundy? five. Top. <laughs> <laughs> it should be The Godfather, Raiders of the Lost Ash, Ark. Can you give us your top 500 movies of all time real fast? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let me just rattle down. them off. Uh, I uh, now want to come to the part where we ask Ash for real her top five. I would love to know that. If okay. we can get it, if we can get into it. I would say at least top 250 for Little Miss Sunshine. Oh, definitely. It's like, so good. If I were to do like a quintessential indie movie ranking, yeah. it yeah. would be in the top ten. Other, other, as far as like yes, other indie like movies. Harold and Maude, Little Miss Sunshine. Other indie movies try to do what Little Miss Sunshine does, especially anytime I would see an indie movie after two thousand six, and I'd be like, "You guys are trying to do that Little Miss Sunshine thing," and it's it it it, it would fall flat because it's too forced, it's too quirky, you know. Everything. Didn't have to vodka. That's the they key. They don't have to vodka. That's the no key. That makes anything quirky. I want to see somebody take like 
clips from Blade Runner and add Devotchka, and it would be really like it would probably adorable. work. Yeah, it'd be adorable. I would like it better. Like the clip, like like take out the music of of Pulp Fiction or Reservoir Dogs and put in Devotchka, and it'd be real cute. It's one of my favorite things to do in like iMovie is just to add different music really? music to things to clips because I, I just think it's, I just like to see what happens. Yeah, like you know when you're at a bar. And they have one of those bars that just plays like hipster nonsense movies, and then yeah, the, the sound music, and then yeah. the music matches up, and you're like, "This is funny." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that like is "Down cool. with the Sickness" is playing while yeah. everyone's like getting massacred on Jurassic Park. <laughs> it's funny. That's cool. There's a Henry Mancini's like "Walk of the Elephant," and Todd Glass does it on his podcast. They are like in a some balcony where they can see everybody walking on the street, and they'll just play that song <laughs> to people walking down the street. <laughs> it's like ba 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 so it just makes Dude. anybody look like an idiot <laughs> walking down the street. That's great. I love that. Uh, Ash, we told you that we were going to ask for your contribution. Yes. You're going to pick a movie. And before we even started, before I even showed you the list, your first question was like, is Legally Blonde on there? Yes. Because you love Legally Blonde. I love Legally Blonde. And also, it's just a great movie. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. It's one of my favorites. Is it in your top five? Uh... Is it in my top five? Can you, if you would well, do, let, do us the honor of ro- going through your op- potential options before yes. we get to your final pick, if you okay. have picked it already. Okay. So obviously my number one is Star Wars. That's a given. We okay. don't totally have to get into the detail, details because everybody knows Just it. Just one detail though. New Hope? Is it New Hope? It's a New Hope. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. It's okay. New Hope. Awesome. That's my solid, favorite. Solid, right. solid. It's like literally right. like New Hope, the first act of Jedi, Empire, the rest of Jedi, and then we'll go from there. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I don't think you're allowed to just break up parts no, of movies. No, that was, I was like, If we huh? are, I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. You know, you know I got to give credit to my friend Walter Shell who said that one time, and I was like, yeah, I think I like a wholeheartedly you know agree with that. I think that means like the um, What's Up Danger sequence from Spider-Verse is my number one favorite movie of all time. Yeah, yeah. I and think then, I almost yeah. like uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, if we can get rid yeah. of part of it. Like, God, the opening to Zack Snyder's Watchmen is like my number four. Yeah. Like, it's high up. <laughs> <laughs> the opening credits. Man, this is open up a yeah, whole yeah. world for me, yeah. Ash. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You really are the best in the biz. Uh, <laughs> but, okay, let's run through our Star Wars movie rankings real quick. Because, Kelly, you're going we through them. We already did this. I'm bad at it. No, you're good at okay, it. Okay, Mine changes so often. Sure. Uh, in our Lord, the year of 2019. <laughs> in the year of our Lord, 2019. Keller, what's your ranking? Attack of the Clones is the worst one. Okay. Sure. Uh, and then... Then you're going Phantom Menace, Revenge of the Sith? Probably okay. Just it's so hard. Hayden okay. Christensen is uh, tough. Very pre- prevalent. Uh, <laughs> He's um, great. He couldn't handle the green screen. It's you know what? Could, honestly, I, I don't put it on him, and I don't put it on the green screen. I put it on George. Y- you got to get a good performance out of that. That's what I put it on. That's what I put it on because Ewan McGregor's great. We, I know those actors are great. I've seen him be great. Natalie fucking Portman. She's a phenomenal actor. Mm-hmm. It ain't, it ain't the, it, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I put it on. So then you're doing prequels towards the bottom. Yeah. Okay. And then. Rogue One, Solo, what are you doing? Probably Solo. Okay. And then Rogue One. Okay. Then Return of the Jedi? No, Return of the Jedi is one of my favorites. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Return then of the Jedi might be. Force Awakens? Where I'm going to do it. Return of the Jedi is going to go number one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. And then we'll put Last Jedi, Force Awakens. And then, no, I like. Empire more than Force Awakens. Okay. You've attacked this list on both sides. Yeah, I don't know how to do it. Okay. Yeah. I, somebody on the internet. I'm not even look. sure what you're missing at this point. He's got them all. I'm missing all in, the live A action. New Hope is in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It, yep. It yeah, fell yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah. I go 
Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith. It's real basic. It's real basic. You're going from the bottom up. I'm going from the bottom up. Uh, yeah. I'm just doing, no one can see your hands. So. <laughs> I'm going from the bottom up. Thank you, Ash. Phantom Menace. <laughs> Best in the biz. I podcast. The you do. <laughs> Be in the beat. Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones. And I know people disagree with this, but here's my overall thoughts on this real quick. I would rather see a non-racist cartoon than a racist live action movie with real people. And to me, Attack of the Clones is more of a cartoon. It leans into that. It's full-on CG Yoda, CG bad guy, CG mm-hmm. droids. Everything is a cartoon. But I'm less... CG Grievous. Offended. Yeah, totally. And less offended than when I watch uh, Phantom Menace. And I'm not just talking about Jar Jar Binks, but like Watto and the Trade Federation guys. I'm like, every time I'm like, guys. But they're in all of so, them. It's so... I know, but they're less and less in two and three. Anyway. True. I'm going Phantom Menace, then Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith, then Solo, then Return of the Jedi, then probably Empire Strikes Back, then Then? Force Awakens, then A New Hope, then Rogue One, then The Last Jedi. Wow. That's what I'm doing. That's a ranking I haven't heard. That's what I'm doing. All right, give it to us. What is it? Okay. Well, she kind of, yeah, she kind of did the... Mine kind of changes every time, but let me do it without breaking up movies into halves and sure. stuff. Okay, sure. so <laughs> uh, A New Hope. Top to bottom. We're going top to bottom. I'm going, I'm going top to bottom yes. now, by the way. Um, a New Hope, Return of the Jedi, Okay, that's what Empire. I was curious about. I know about. that's kind of controversial, but it's <laughs> no. only because I'd rather, like, over and over again, I think about rewatchability. Empire's like... Once at a blue moon, it's pretty heavy. It's yes, and Return of the Jedi is the happiest, and it's, it like yeah, yes. and just yes, like yes, as yes. a kid, it just has that. I, I have a factor. I got to shout him out because he's my best bud. I love this guy. He's in our. He was on our podcast when we did Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about my high school. The biggest buddy. fan of Phantom Menace you will ever find. Andrew Polito is a wrestler, aka Yuma. He's a wrestler here in Southern California, and he's going to go to China to wrestle. But Andrew what? loves the Phantom Menace. It's his third favorite Star Wars movie. We had him on for that episode. He has a tattoo of Jar Jar Binks doing a kickflip on a skateboard. He's a rad dude. And he explains passionately why... Yeah, Jar Jar Binks is a rad dude. (laughs) But Andrew can explain passionately why he feels that way. And he basically sums it up with A New Hope, Force Awakens, and Phantom Menace all have the feeling of, it has begun. Let's go. And he loves that feeling. You know, that feeling when you watch The Fellowship of the Ring and you're like, the quest has started. How great. And it's not the middle part that is sad and it's not the ending which is you know, happy or drawn out, but he likes that feeling. And I'm like, okay. So Return of the Jedi just has such a great ending. Mm-hmm. So rewatchable. So you are uh, a new hope, Return of the Jedi. No, you said last Jedi, Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Uh, Empire. Empire, yep. Uh, Rogue One. Nice. I I flip them a lot, but Force Awakens and, and The Last Jedi. Okay. It just, I think The Force Awakens is easier to rewatch. Yes. I feel the kind of the same way where The Last Jedi is like pretty heavy, but mm-hmm. it also has some of the, Best scenes Coolest, in the entire yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Oh, prequels. Uh, Phantom Menace. You had to have Solo. Solo? Yeah, that's going down lower. Mm. Uh, Phantom Menace. Whoa. Um, Phantom Menace, Solo, Revenge of the Sith, Attack of the Clones. Nicely done. And just, if I can ask, why Phantom Menace is sort of spiking up higher than a typical very lower ranking? How it's, come? It's Duel of the Fates. Yeah, it's which just, is dope. It's just Duel of the Fates. Yeah, man. That it's does, dope. It carries through even through the rest of them. Darth Maul looks cool as shit. Liam Neeson's like, great. Pod racing is remembering, pretty cool. Yes, remembering yes. the buildup to yes. that movie was so insane. Like I remember that poster dropping with like Anakin on tattooing with the shadow that was Darth Vader. And mm-hmm. that was like the cool, like, 
It's a great post. It's one of the all-time best yeah, posters. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, yeah I, just, I remember great. going to see it. I remember all those moments where like the other one, the other two I don't remember seeing so as you were well. What ten? Nine years old when that when came I come out? out ninety nine. Yeah, I was ten. Wow, I was eight. I was eight. I was twelve. Numbers. <laughs> and I, I remember seeing a New Hope uh, really edition. well because it was special edition yeah. re-released in theaters in ninety eight. Yeah. Yeah. Did you do all of them? You did. Or ninety seven. You uh, did. A New Hope. Empire. I only remember seeing A New Hope. Me too. I I feel like I did go and see the other two, but I only really remember seeing. Like I don't remember the va- uh, the father reveal being a thing for me. So it mm. must have been like a thing that somebody told my, you. I, I feel like yeah. my dad probably like said it throughout my childhood. Maybe I watched that Simpsons episode where they spoofed that, where Homer was I like, Tommy I "Can't Blair. can't believe Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's father the whole time." Yeah. Oh come on, man. It's like that uh that YouTube clip of when they were re- uh, releasing the. Harry Potter book. Snape kills Dumbledore. He's like, I Dumbledore it. dies! And they're all like, which I thought was so funny at the time, but I now too. I think that's it's the so rudest mean. thing in the it's, world. I think it's, it's like I kids it's walking like, out yeah. of Barnes yes. & Noble at midnight. I think it's like, you're a piece of shit. For, yeah, I think it's like so, it's so mean. I saw somebody, basically, basically, Knives Out was spoiled for me because somebody on Twitter did that. Oh, that sucks. And it's just like, that, and it sucks because... I know this is how much of a of a, a, a psychopath I am. I'll see terrible people on Twitter if it's a post from something that I follow or support or whatever, and I could just know because when you live in the world of comic books, it's you know what the targets are, you know what the awful people on Twitter are going to say before they say it. So mm-hmm. I'm just I like to go through and literally preemptively block people. Right, a, a brand puts something about, hey, uh, what do you think about this female character in our very popular brand? And I know it's going to be garbage, so I'll go and I'll be like, look at this awful, awful, and I'll click on their profile to go to block them. And when I clicked on this one Twitter account that was like the egg, no picture, no, you know, like nothing in the bio. I'm like, oh, zero followers, like following six or whatever, something that was invented last week just to be terrible. His pinned tweet was like, here's the ending of Knives Out, and I saw it super briefly and then blocked him and I was like ah oh, did I did I retain any it of that I hate it. that because no. you do yeah. that it doesn't but you do that thing where you're like I'm not gonna remember this I'm not gonna remember this I'm not gonna remember this and, and now you, you've committed you it. think yes. about it too much yeah. yeah so then watching the movie I was like oh wait was I because uh, it's very twisty turny so I'm like oh I'm fine oh no oh okay yeah I really yeah. though like after seeing it I'm like it's not that big of a deal to know yeah like it really I don't think you mean really. Darth Vader Oh, no, not so. Like, I don't think it really ruins the movie. No, no. And I think that I mostly agree when people bring up the thing of like, look, knowing spoilers doesn't ruin movies. It oftentimes enhances them for people. Like, to know a specific spoiler will make people enjoy a thing more. And I'm like, yeah, I I mostly agree with that. But don't spoil something out of... Don't. No. It kind of depends on what it is. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Because even like a rom-com, if they were like, they end up together, I'd be like, shut up. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I know. What? Yeah, yeah. Speed Racer is gonna win the race at the end. God, what? <laughs> Fuck, Speed Racer. Uh, Ash, what are some of your uh, top fives? We got okay. Star Wars out of the way. Is that your number? That's your number one. That's my number one. So now we're going two through five. Okay, I don't know if these are in order, but they probably are. Um, Scream. Excellent. Mm-hmm, Scream mm-hmm. is definitely we, like it is. We, it's on the new list, and, and we've watched it already. We covered it last year. It's in the bottom fifty of the magazine list and we had the wonderful Clark Wolf on to talk about uh, Scream. It is my number one. So I am a, maybe this could be your next podcast. I'm a psychopath and since like 2000, 
12-ish, I have compiled drinking games. When I watch a movie, I make a drinking game while I watch the movie. Go on. It's a Little Miss Sunshine drinking game. We missed out. Uh, well, I should do it for this one, but I've made, <laughs> so I've compiled like a binder full of oh. drinking games to oh. like, I don't know, like, why isn't this a podcast movies, though? No shit. Why Dude, haven't you started that podcast? You do this podcast. <laughs> do that podcast. We will be. We guests. will be. We will. We will 100% show up. Yeah, that. but we gotta drink Whoa. and do them and and do it. So we're now we're, we'll be nice and if toasty. If you've got a binder, some just of them call are killer. The like the scream one is rude. What is it? It's like uh, so. It's like drink everyone every time someone dies. Okay. Obviously, not too bad. Drink every time there's a pop culture reference. And this every, is like every time someone's sweater's too big. And this is to cover the rules. This is like take a drink of a beer, like that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like take is, a drink. Do, do you do the thing where you're like take a shot when this no, happens? No, it's like at your discretion. Okay. Um, but like if you watch Scream 4, so this this applies to basically all the Scream movies, there is a scene where Hayden Panettiere's character rattles off like a hundred movies in like a minute. Oh. So you're just sitting there waterfalling oh, like God. a bottle of wine. Oh boy. What's your Scream movie rankings? Uh, mine number one is number one. One. Then do you go two, three, four? No, two, four, three. Two, four, three. I do not like three. I it uh, like too meta. Too meta. Like it also filmed at my where I work mm. at the CBS Radford lot, and it's mm. like very like it takes place there. And then like Jay and Silent Bob are in it as Jay and Silent Bob, <laughs> which I really hated. Like just be Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes, and it was like a real Miramax like. Circle jerk is what you're circle about to jerk, say. Circle jerk, yeah. Yep. I was, yeah, I was mm-hmm. censoring mm-hmm. myself. Uh, yeah. Oh, we say we say circle jerk all the time yeah. on this podcast. Scream 4 yeah. is like so underrated. I don't know why people don't like it. I think it's so meta and good. You know what? I'm going to give it another shot because I'm not a huge fan of the franchise overall. Love the first I've movie. I've only seen the first one. It's brilliant. It is one of the best scripts ever. Like so clever. So good. Um, first time I saw Scream 4 was in theaters when it came out. And I remember being like, I couldn't get into... Wes Craven like doing the young people lingo. I think that's what turned me off. Mm. Is that it's very it, it felt like uh I wish I didn't know that Wes Craven was in his seventies directing a bunch of teenagers talking about teen stuff. That's what threw me off, but I need to give it another shot because you're not the first person. Look, I'm a big uh, champion of Shrek 4. I'll I'll straight up tell you, Shrek 4 underrated, slept on. People think it's bad. It's actually better than Shrek 3. Same thing. So I'll give it another shot. Do your rankings correspond to her yeah, mine's no. Mine actually goes Shrek Two is the best, then Shrek Forever After, which is the fourth one, then Shrek the original, then Shrek the Third. Wow. You're making fun of me. That's great. And then Puss in Boots is probably in between. Shrek has to come up. Shrek Two is funny as hell, though. It's really funny. Yeah. Uh, okay. So but Scream I, is what in I there. what yeah. I do like about Scream Four about the dialogue and the script or whatever is that it's supposed to be a satire. So them right. saying like cheesy slashery things is, right. doesn't matter. It's very, to me. yeah. Um, so what is, so the drink, so you have the drinking game that is very mean for scream. I've only ever invented. I mean, if I gave you those two rules. Yeah, that's already enough. That's plenty. You're dead. I, I invented Phone rings. one drinking game for one movie in my life. Sydney uses her computer. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Wow. You have them laminated. You have them. They're just in a binder. Okay, so you know when you were in like middle school and you got the cool school supplies and you got the color coded like tabs and the, yeah. the <laughs> is that so, what your binder? So there's is? a three ring binder. This with, should be a podcast. With, People like, would be so the down. Sleeves. <laughs> Did wow. you go to Target during back to schools and you're like, I got to get this thing going? I what, think what's, I went to what's, a. What's the name of the podcast? How many drinking games do you have? How many movies? If it's a binder, that's yeah, what I'm saying. I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna say fifty. Yeah, there's probably about fifty. 50. There's wow. a couple is, of random TV shows in there that is, I was into, so. This is yeah, great. This is gold. Can I contribute a movie if you don't already have it? Yeah. I made one drinking game my whole life for a movie, Spider-Man 2. 
You drink. It's not in the binder. You drink every time something crappy happens to Peter Parker. Love that. I mean, I my Twilight one is just actually not Twilight. My Attack of the Clones one. Wow, this is kind of mean. Just mm-hmm. drink every time Anakin says something to Padme that a serial killer would definitely say before they killed their victim. It's so often. We just watched it this weekend. It's all the time. Give me a couple example I can't lines. even. Oh, man. I like your hair. That kind of stuff? Some like really <laughs> weird stuff. I think a lot of it is in the delivery. Mm-hmm. It's just like... You're, like he's you're, running you're, towards you're, her ship and he gets to her and he's like, I saw your ship land. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's too much. Oh, my God. So, so romantic. So romantic. I mean, same applies to Twilight, obviously. Wow. Because he literally does want to kill her. That's so, so crazy. Um, that's amazing. So, okay. So now we've gotten... Little Miss Sunshine, Star Wars, Scream. Those are floating oh, yeah, in your top sorry. five. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Ooh, Wonderful. We just that's your, fa- that the that's your favorite Wes Anderson movie. Definitely. Mine too. My alarm You're... when I wake up in the morning is Christopherson. <laughs> really? Yeah. Boop, 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 boop. yeah. Oh. I wake up every morning to that. It's Keller, great. Keller's a huge Wes Anderson fan. What's your favorite? Uh, Life Aquatic's my favorite. Yeah. Mm. Yep. But I love Fantastic Mr. Fox mm-hmm. so much. So good. It's a perfect movie. It's mm-hmm. a perfect movie. Mm-hmm. I 100% agree. Mm-hmm. It's so good. The I'm animation so, it's so funny. blows it's my mind. And I funny. catch something like yeah. subtle every time that is just so freaking funny. Like, it's so packed with detail. Like, even like Ash just like brushing his teeth and then spitting on the ground. Because he spits on the ground like three other and times. And like just uh, the dad being obsessed with Christopherson. And he's like, <laughs> tells Ash to go back. He's and a he's natural. Like, yeah, he's like, it's a natural. I'm speechless, Christopherson. So good. <laughs> I'm okay. glad you got an animated film in the top five. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, ha- now, have God. you already listed off the movie that you would pick to add to? So I'm, l- I'm going to pull it up so that I can show you. Yeah. Here is the list of the. 500 greatest movies as picked by oh, our... Oh, well, you just reminded me 500 Days of Summer is also one of them. Ooh, ooh. That's, that's another favorite of mine as well. Um, here's a list of our guests, and here's a list of the movies that they picked. Okay. Now, as you can see, they already have picked such a, a fun and interesting group of movies versus like the bottom 50 of this list that we're going through. Um, yeah, so this is some of the options. You've got... Say them. Okay, classic movies oh, like... Oh, I love... Who picked Josie and the Pussycats? That is the best... Yes. It's really hard because Spider-Verse really came for the crown, but I would say the best comic book movie of all time. <laughs> Josie and the Pussycats. Yes. That was Kim and Aaliyah. Oh, yeah. They picked Josie and the Pussycats. Well, Kim and Aaliyah had, are perfect. When we had a... Yes, they are. When we had two guests. Um, we got Black Dynamite, Blazing Saddles, Arrival, uh, Robin Hood, the Disney movie. The oh. Disney Robin Hood. Doctor Strangelove, Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon, Well Rider, Willow, Boy, Shin Godzilla, The Invitation, The Little Mermaid, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is there, Captain America, The Winter Soldier, Princess Mononoke, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, Paris is Burning, In Bruges, Paddington 2, Drag Me to Hell, The Bones Brigade, Scream, Parasite, Finding Nemo, Conjuring, Doubt, Punch Drunk Love, Attack the Block. Wow, someone put a 2019 in there. Oh, yeah. Whatever we want. Any movie ever. Whatever we want. Any ever made. And again, it can be the movie even we watch tonight. Just as long as you feel strongly Mm -hmm. enough that you're like, no, the movie that I pick deserves to exist on this list. Whether it's something that everybody unanimously unanimously agrees is great or something that I want to let everybody know, hey, you might have missed this movie. This is fantastic. So we've had some great recommendations that way, too. Yeah. Okay. And then I, yeah. So I think my other one would be Legally Blonde, which I've recently switched out for Midnight in Paris, which I've uh, struggled with my 
previous love of that movie over the past few years. Ooh, Midnight in Paris, the yeah, Woody Allen, it's uh, Woody Allen. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Owen Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I love yeah. Owen Wilson. It's such a good movie. Yeah, wow. Uh, Tom Hiddleston. It's yeah. I think I'm just like a big nostalgia daddy. So mm. anytime someone like, yeah, and then they go back and then they're nostalgic for the era before, and it's mm. just like it just a it's pretty good continuous loop. Well, there's two things Woody Allen does very well, and one of those things is nostalgia. Be a great. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so which, uh, which one have you settled on? What have you decided on? So is Fantastic Mr. Fox on there? <gasps> you just made me so Because if it's not, I think it needs happy. to be on there. Wow. Thank you so, so, so much. Oh, man. I'm so happy. How did that movie get made? It's so perfect. It's like, so... Like, they got George Clooney to do that. Yeah. Hey, listen, it's not hard to get George Clooney to do an animated thing. He did the voice of a turkey in South Park. So, Oh, he did? Okay. Yeah, and then also a doctor in the South Park movie, but that was, you know, that's funny. Uh, all right, Ash, you've picked Fantastic Mr. Fox. Keller's going to agree with you. Why did you pick that movie? Why do you feel like it should be on the list? Well, <laughs> this is such a, oh, so much. Keller, you can help me a little bit here. I'll do it um, <laughs> No, I don't know. Uh, I I mean, I I love anything that's like quirky and niche and weird, which is like why I pick Little Miss Sunshine in the first place. Um, I think this might even top that. It's one of the funniest movies. Like if you love subtle humor where you catch something new that's hilarious every time, like, oh my God, what is that game that they play? Uh, whack bat. Whack bat. <laughs> when he like explains it and it's so Divide convoluted. that by nine, please. <laughs> Christopherson just nails it. That was a really good Christopherson, by the Thank way. Thank you so much. Um, that, it's got an amazing cast. It's freaking stop motion. Yeah. And it's yeah. brilliant. Just like the fur blowing in the wind all yes. the time, the way they did it's, the fire. It is a, it is a, a, a type of stop motion that is not. Apple juice flood. It's one of the things I love about Wallace and Gromit is that you see the thumbprints because it's clay that you can see is being molded. And, and Fantastic Mr. Fox has that same quality. Now, not that I don't love the Leica Studios films. Those are incredible. They're stop-motion movies combined with CG and compositing and all the stuff that they do. They look great. But, like, they do 3D printing now. Mm-hmm. So, literally, those movies are, like, perfect. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's out of a printer. There's the, You lose a little bit of that human touch. And to see the fur not be perfect frame to frame they're just moving the arm because they're just you, you know tell. they're moving things and these characters have these little the, the fur and like the tiny perfectly and, tailored suits mm-hmm. like the stuff like that's like when there's like an explosion it's just like a ball of cotton yeah, yeah. it's that's so fun I love it that's so and much I, it's like I wanted Isle of Dogs to be something so much better yeah and I was so bummed yeah didn't love it I, I, didn't I love thought it. it was okay I thought it was okay overall uh, Kelly, but after you, Fantastic Mr. Fox yeah, it's tough to beat it is yeah and yeah, it just wasn't yeah. as colorful. The yeah. world wasn't as yeah. rich. And I think it also came out at a time when everybody was talking about like voices in film and who gets to who gets to make yeah. stories about it what. It had a and, lot of controversy. And the fact that it was like, cool, here's a bunch of characters that are Japanese in mm-hmm. Japan, and all the Amer- like the dogs are all like American or whatever. You know, like just this kind of thing of like, ah, oh, it didn't come out at the right time. It didn't hit that 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 zeitgeist that everybody was sort of you know already discussing. And then it was a little iffy where like the like one of the main characters just was the white girl but she like knew Japanese and oh, like yeah. whatever however like they a foreign exchange student yeah and it's and you're just kind of like oh, okay all right um but uh you know yeah that's that's how it goes now um animation was cool though so good yeah I think also more balls of cotton when the dogs lots were, of balls yeah. of cotton right yeah, yeah. yeah I love dogs that was really great um all right so any other final thoughts on Fantastic Mr. Fox Little Miss Sunshine, Star Wars, Ash Crossan, 
liar, liar. Being the best in the business. Legally blonde. Best in the biz. Legally blonde. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> named a bunch of perfect movies. Yeah, a bunch, a bunch of great bunch movies. Of... This list should have more rom-coms. Uh, it should. I agree. What's your favorite rom-com? Ooh, good question. Ooh, this is tough. If we're counting Princess Bride as a rom-com, it is I'll for count sure one hundred percent. Well, then rom-com. that's the best. It one. is a comedy and it is romantic. But okay. I try to point more towards ones that everybody Classic, hasn't yes. seen. Like, Ooh. like I don't know. I love Twenty Seven Dresses. Oh, it's great. a good one. Okay, great it's pick. a James Marsden, Catherine Heigl. I go if it's more modern and maybe not everybody has seen it yet. I go Crazy Stupid Love, but I feel like a lot of people saw that, right? I like Crazy Stupid Love a lot. We're talking Steve Carell. That's Steve Carell. Emma Stone, Ryan Gosling. His abs look like they were photoshopped. They do the dirty dancing move. It's a great rom-com. I watched When Harry Met Sally the other day. When Harry Met Sally is the classic. I love You've Got Mail. I haven't seen it in years. I, I don't know if it holds up. I don't know if it holds up. They both do. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. I need to know more. Yeah. I need to know more. Yeah. What else we got? More rom-coms? Yes, please. Oh. Um, do, 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 do. What else was Catherine Heigl in? It's mm, um, a good question. Knocked Up. Knocked Up. Knocked Up's great. It is great. Rom-com? Yeah. Mm. Don't look up. Don't do that. It's okay. It's no. not you don't that important. You have to do that. No. This uh, is, this overprepared. Is overprepared. I don't know if we've ever had any. Honestly. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. We eventually will. We'll get some. Is desk set on this list? What? Desk set? It's an old rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> Harold Mod is on there, right? I think so. I yeah, can also, for sure. 100%. I can also, to try and... You and, can't look it up by rom-com, though. And appease Ash, I can look up to see if Legally Blonde is even on here. Let's even it look. Isn't. Let's even Crazy look. Rich Asians is great. Oh, that's a good oh, yeah. one. Man. Uh, bad News Bears, no mm. Legally Blonde in the list of the 500 greatest movies of all time. It's a, it's it's wrong. Yeah. The list is wrong. What I year can, did Legally Blonde come out? I know before ooh. 2008, but... I feel like maybe like 2000. I don't know. That sounds right. 2000, right? 2001, I would guess. Let's look it up. Let's look it up. Legally Blonde. The movie. Came out in 2001. Nicely done. Yes. Good year. Nicely done. I good, like Scott good year. Scott Mance getting the year yeah. right. <laughs> uh, little I'm sometime. always really off. I'm like, I don't know, 2010. Mm. They're like, nope, came out in nope. 99. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> I think I'm pretty good at it. And for in, in fact, for a, for a minute, I was uh, I, I think I was somebody that Scott Mance was looking at as like Hector. He's the guy. He, he knows, knows it. He knows it. Yeah. Um. I just can't get the day and month. No. Those are disgusting. When you're like Scott, Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan, you'd be like August seventh, nineteen eighty two. Yeah. You're right. like, who won Best Picture? Yeah. Two thousand nine. He knows right off the bat. You know Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. What were the other five nominations? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ash, this has been a delight. This Truly. Has been awesome. You're a champion. You're a champion. Are we done? Yeah, we can be. Do you want to keep talking? Mm, I don't know. Keep chatting. You still got some more wine? I got more wine. Okay. Uh, well, give me your top thing that you want to see in the new Star Wars movie. God. Or have you not let yourself think about it too much? I, this is like the, I think I'm so invested in the Mandalorian right now that I'm really? kind of almost like dropping my expectations because. Maybe that's good. Yeah. I just think like. Not that the the discourse like soured me or anything, but mm. it's more just like the discourse. I'm just gonna you. let this happen. Yeah. Without. Oh, I'll tell you this right now, straight up. I don't care if the movie is worse or better. It the internet will not be worse than the Last Jedi. Does that make sense? Yes. I think that even if this movie is like objectively worse than the Last Jedi or even super super better, people will still go onto the internet to be shitty about Star Wars: The Last Jedi, and that's it. That's the target. They've already decided. And I know this because people still make Jar Jar Binks jokes about the Phantom Menace. Like, 
mm-hmm. they still do it. So so the internet has decided uh, that's bad side of the internet that that's going to be the one they're picking on. So yeah, I don't know if that makes a difference or not. If I don't know, but you're you're saying you're into the Mandalorian yeah. right now. Yeah, I just think like ending the Skywalker saga is such a crazy task. Mm. But they already did it once. Like how do you? Yeah, they did it twice. Yeah, they did it twice. But was the pressure as on then as as it is now? No. In 2005, when they ended it by having the Revenge of the Sith, there was no pressure because they're like, we've already ended it. Yeah. This is just going to connect it. Now we're in the 70s. That's all it, that's all it did. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you haven't, you're saying yeah, you, you haven't had a really, place to aim for in at least the prequels. Right. You ha- you're saying, Ash, you haven't really like, like come up with a list or anything or something that you would no. love, love to see. You're just going to like let the movie happen. I've kind of like stopped myself from dissecting, theorizing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. that stuff that I would normally do. Emperor Palpatine. How do you feel about it? Yay or nay? It's very... Is it a red herring? Are we stupid? Did they fool us? Did they trick us? I don't think so. You think he's in the movie? I think he's in the movie. There hasn't been enough blue lightning as far as I'm concerned (laughs) thus far. Okay. So Wonder Woman's got you covered. Not everything everything can be a dream sequence, you know? Mm. It's got to be real. Wise words. Wise words. Okay, so tell us about Mando. Are you watching it? Yeah. You watching it? I'm not completely caught up, but yeah. I'm caught up. Uh, I love it. You can it. spoil whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, it feels like it's getting a little bit of a Saturday morning cartoon kind of vibe lately. It's episodic. Like, it's getting very, yeah. It's episodic The plot for hasn't sure. moved forward in a little bit, mm-hmm. in a hot minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to come to terms with that, but I think I'm okay with it. Because <laughs> I think having f- episodes four and five back to back was probably a mistake. Mm-hmm. I see. You like they I mean? should have done the episode four where he goes to the 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 sanctuary that little like you know no spaceport no whatever village should not have been followed up by with another like okay here's another episodic one off kind of a yeah where I'm at this other planet and that's not gonna like is he gonna go to every single planet until he's out right. of planets and then be like oh, now I gotta go back I don't think they'll run out of planets in Star Wars it's a big galaxy yeah every time I think what are you talking about every time I think they've listed all the planets they just write a new and one they've been to how many planets we don't even know the names of the planets in the I know. in the new one. Oh, really? I mean, except for the last episode. They haven't but. revealed them? No. Earth? <gasps> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Here's me. Here's me. That's the season finale. Yeah. Here's me in the theater. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> they do that. Earth. And then they show up and it's Indiana Jones time. That'd be great. On 1930s. Board. Yeah. You know what? Um, Back on board. What's your favorite thing about Mando other than the child? The child. The child. Mm. Werner Herzog. I think it just feels the most like A New Hope, which is my favorite one. Like, it just feels very, like... Mm -hmm. Force Awakens feels a lot like A New Hope, too. (laughs) In a bad way. (laughs) I don't think it does, though. I think that it's... I get, like... Yeah, I get, like, kind of plot-wise, it follows a similar formula, you can argue. But I don't think it feels the same. No, it's very different. I think this one actually feels like it was, like, shot in... The 70s or the, the 80s 70s, or something. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's cool. Uh, I'm also enjoying it. I really am looking forward to seeing how they finish out the story because there's going to be a second season. So yeah. I'm like, okay. going to go for a while, right? I mean, yeah. Disney I mean, Plus. If, if it's Filoni. Disney Plus <laughs> made like the reason trillion dollars. So yeah. Watchmen is a little bit spoiled me just because yeah. that story's fucking moving all the yep. time and yeah. Mandalorian yep. is moving a little yeah. slow and I'm just like. It's tough. But it's tough. I watched the first part of Crisis on Infinite Earths, the CW event. That thing fucking moves. Uh... It does, but as I'm watching it, I'm like, I wish I watched this in the beginning of the night and not after a new episode of Watchmen. Mm-hmm. That's the bummer. It just it, it ruins all TV. I can't do stuff after I see Watchmen. I need a day to just be like, 
Also, for The Mandalorian, like, mm-hmm. the marketing was so weird that your expectations are all skewed because mm. they were like, oh, IG-88 yep. and Cara Dune. Main characters. And Cara Weathers, like, Grief Karga. These are going to be the main guys. And it's like... They, they, got, they got action figures. Yeah, like, IG-88's gone. Mm-hmm. Cara Dune's mm-hmm. off somewhere. Yeah. I was expecting a little bit more of an ensemble thing. I yeah. Think, I think we might get that because they've all said they were shooting the second season unless they're all lying. Mm. So maybe they come together at the end and like well, this it's is all gonna this, like this is the setup for the crew. I'm guessing he's gonna like have to step away from the Mandalorian at some point. Who's, who's, who's he? Mando? Like Mando, he's gonna step whatever. away from being the Mandalorian or, or the like culture? That's what the culture, the whatever the, the that tribe, is. The tribe. This is the way. The way. He's gonna have to step yeah. away from the way I feel because like he, he's already feel, stepped away from it by yeah. having Baby Yoda. Yeah, he already did. And like the jetpack guy was like, "We'll cover you, but you're out of the family." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "Okay." <laughs> I think that's what happened. Um, I like it. Uh, if you could like pitch a Star Wars spinoff thing, movie, show, whatever, that hasn't been done yet, animated, live action, whatever you want, whatever you want. Oh, I got one. Go. Uh, live action Enfys Nest series mm, from Solo. Good Because they brought in her. Good And everybody call. was like, what? Love her. And, and they were like, that's it. Her again. She was the woman in the... She was like the light-skinned or mixed-race black woman with the freckles with the red hair who had that cool armor thing at the end okay, of Solo. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she had like a whole, like like Warwick Davis was in her crew. Like she had a whole mm-hmm. group of badass people and everyone was like, they're cool. And Star Wars was like, that's it. Here's Darth Maul with robot legs. Robot legs. Mm-hmm. Remember when we spoiled that movie on the internet? We did. <laughs> we did. It's uh, like the day after. I would have pitched Cassie and Andor, but I'm going to get that show. Yeah, that's happening. Because I love that character, so I think I'm... And they're going to do the Obi-Wan good. show too, right? And the Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan. Which, yeah, that would... If if that wasn't announced, I would have said you Obi-Wan. You would have pitched that, yeah. Like, I almost wanted, like, an Obi-Wan what the Mandalorian is. Like, him rolling into town. For sure. I think and that's it, probably what we're getting. Because, like, probably, yeah. we, if it's we be know the how his story ends. We, we know, know where he ends up. a lot that happened in between mm-hmm. because of... Clone Wars, so like mm-hmm. and and watching and after there's the only kid like the whole so time. much they can do. Yeah, true. I, I hope that's another really good sort of airtight beginning, middle, end. You know, that would be great. I, I hope they give us a one season. Yeah, I think so. One season mm-hmm. dunner. I don't think you're getting Ewan McGregor first. And get seasons. James Mangold to do it. I that would be excellent. Ooh, yeah. And I interviewed him kind of recently, and I was like, so what? Like. What happened? What was the? Because like it just, I feel like no one had ever talked to him about it. And it was like very briefly on a carpet, but I was like, about what the Boba Fett thing? Like, because he was oh, supposed to direct a Boba Fett a movie, movie, yeah, and that which originally I believe, I mean, wasn't that what Josh Trank was supposed to do? And I then think it was so. mangled, yeah. And, then, uh, and you know what? Um, oh my God, what's his name? I'm blanking. Scott. Uh, Scott. Scott. Stab. Simon Kimber. Scott. Simon Kimber. Glenn astronaut. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I blanked on Simon. Freaking Simon, Kimber. Simon Kimber, um, director of Dark Phoenix. He was supposed to do something, right? I think so because he did. He like wrote on Rebels and stuff. Yeah. Like he's he's in the Star Wars family. I don't know. There was a whole so, bunch of Boba Fett rumors running around. Yeah, what and I, so I was say? like, so I was like, so what was like? Was this real? And he was like, I cannot say anything, uh, which is weird because I think this was only a couple months ago. It means it might still be a thing. He has to still be doing something with them, right? Because yeah. otherwise, wouldn't you just be like? Yeah, it was real. It didn't work out, though. For sure. You know what I think? I thought that, like... Especially after he just came off Ford Ferrari. Remember like how... Like, you would think, yeah, yeah maybe he's mm-hmm. remember involved how in some way. Years and years and years ago, they were like, we're going to do a Magneto movie, and it was like a script or something written, but then they just sort of absorbed that into the X-Men First Class movie, where they're like, oh, the movie would have been Magneto hunting down Nazi criminals, and then they just had a scene where he did that in Argentina. I feel like... 
I bet you the same thing happened with the Boba Fett movie or project, and I bet you they just turned a lot of that into Mandalorian. Yeah. Well, I don't want Mangle to do um, Obi-Wan because Deborah Chell's doing that. Yeah, you oh, want him nice. to do Boba Fett or Mandalorian season two? Or something. Yeah. I bet he could. That'd be Some great. Some involvement. Because, yeah, Deborah Chell, who directed season uh, episode three, mm-hmm. she did but, episode three, right? So she's show running Obi-Wan or directing every episode? I believe she's show running. Okay. So I guess they could do something together, but she was okay. an excellent director on it. Yeah, she was fantastic. Um, well, you know, hopefully. It'd be cool. Uh, it's probably not going to happen because Hollywood, but it'd be cool if a dude, if a white dude were able to direct an episode of that Obi-Wan show. Maybe it'll be mangled. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> but Hollywood being what it is, you know, might be tough to get him in there. <laughs> might be tough. Um, at all excellent picks. All excellent picks. Keller, what did you pitch? Did you pitch him? Uh, no. You want to pitch something? The Obi-Wan one, I guess, is all I want. I would have pitched a Jabba the Hutt like crime thing where he's not the protagonist, but just like the main. But now I just want him to be in the Cassian Andor show. Mm -hmm. Like I want Cassian to deal with Yabba and have Diego Luna like touch him and deal with him. Diego Luna deserves to touch That's what I'm saying. He deserves it. He deserves it. He deserves it. That's all any of us really deserve. Mm Mm-hmm. Touch a slug. I, can't I don't want to yeah. touch him. I, I love that he's passionate about it. I don't know what else I would want to spin off. Or oh, you know what? I wanted Ryan Johnson's trilogy movie to be Oscar Isaac. I wanted it to be Poe. Three mm. movies of Poe where he's the lead character, and then just have Poe be gay, like give him a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. But now it seems like Oscar Isaac's done. <laughs> I mean, when yeah. uh, Benioff and Weiss were gonna yeah. be doing, I was like, oh, they've got to be doing like an old Republic yeah. era kind of thing. Sure. Could be cool. I want that. I don't know if I want that in a show though. I think that's a movie. I agree. I would agree with that. Unless it's like they fucking go for it. Yeah. Well, they're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Wah, wah, wah. Got him. Got him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> take that. Billion dollar film school. Take that, successful guys that you'll be fine. They have a deal with Netflix. They'll be all right. Yeah, they'll be okay. Won't watch it. Um, Ash, what other movie have you seen recently that you think is great? Ooh, my favorite of the year was Jojo Rabbit. Yes. Excellent. Um, I also loved Hustlers, which I just watched last night. Good movie. My dad loved that movie. Well, everyone was just like, yeah, it was good, whatever. And mm-hmm. like, everyone was very like blase about it. And it's freaking great. Mm-hmm. It's great. And it's, uh, man, I'll tell you, it's a weird thing watching that movie with your dad. Why? Who's in his late fifties, early sixties, because you're like, <laughs> cause you're watching Jennifer Lopez <laughs> and she's the hottest human on the planet. Mm-hmm. You're just like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How is this possible? Yeah. Jennifer Lopez is like six years and younger than my dad is, or something. Your dad agrees. Yeah. And he's yeah. sitting right next to you. It's a thing where I'm like, she's like, I'm not gonna make eye contact with my dad for this sequence, but like I need I want to get some popcorn. Oh, that is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like he didn't know, I didn't know. You know, we're just there, we're just like agreeing. You're like, yeah, she's You knew you were gonna stunning. be able to be watching a movie about strippers, right? Yeah, but I guess it's you know, it's like wanna what go you it's it's this gonna... thing of like wanna go watch this? Yeah, I heard it was good. Let's go. Like that's kind of like the most thought that we'll put yeah, into so movie. So at night. what point were you like, oh Oh Was and it then, JLo's entrance? No, it was pretty well I can't, I'm trying to remember. No, because it was a specific it may have been JLo's entrance. I think that was right. yeah. That, that was, was like yeah. ridiculous. Emphasis on the donk. <laughs> that was probably the yeah. It's like just stunning. Like and all the women in the movie are fantastic all the everybody's really attractive but jennifer lopez you're like she works man she's 50 50 50 years old 50 50 50 years old i like to kick did you watch her snl jennifer lopez yeah it was on saturday not recently but i watched one like 15 years ago oh what well she hosted on saturday but all the sketches were just about her being hot really yeah well done accurate but well done did they bring chris Catan back to do mango no Missed opportunity. Missed up. Missed up. I would have done it. 
I hope Chris Kattan's doing well. I have a observation. <laughs> what is um, Chris Kattan? I don't know. No he, was doing a, he was doing a voice on Banicula. He was okay, like the so lead he's character doing on great. a cartoon voice. I'm not sure. I, I, I hope so too. I have a I had a, a, a take that I don't know if my friends agreed with, but when I was a kid and Jennifer Lopez hosted Saturday Night Live and Chris Kattan played Mango, I s- observed between them sexual chemistry between Jennifer Lopez and Chris Kattan as Mango. Ash is looking at me like, no, Hector, no, no. 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 But I'm just saying right now, I mean, I rewatch don't know. the sketch. It could be like an art, like, Rewatch this because they because they were SNL wrestling. They rolled have around. Weird sexual power because that place that place is a dating app. That's what Emma I'm saying. Stone just got engaged to a writer. That's what I'm saying. Freaking Scarlett Joe. Scarlett Johansson's with Colin Jost. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you think about <laughs> that one checks me. out. <laughs> that but one makes a sense. A lot of these, a lot of the like these hot hot Jason women Sudeikis, of Hollywood, they Jason like weirdos. Sudeikis. Yeah, Olivia Wilde. Hot girls like weirdos, like mm-hmm. Ariana Grande. Oh my God, that's right. Yeah, that's she, was with Pete Davi- she was engaged app. to Pete Davidson. That show is a dating app. That's John so Mulaney, funny. that fucking weirdo. <laughs> Just kidding. He's the most white bread man there yeah. is. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. Uh, and so anyway, that's my that's my take is that uh, they had a little uh, thing for each other. You can see in the sketch where Mango was a guest on Divas Live back on VH1 in the early 2000s. This is an old sketch. Let's okay. look at the, let's go look back at the oral history pull, of that pull, sketch. Pull up the tape. <laughs> yeah. I loved Divas Live. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Pretty good. Well, Ash, this has been fantastic. Okay. And on that I note. Think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we covered everything. Divas Live. Yeah. Wow. We somehow got totally. to VH1's Woo! Divas Live. We got to mm-hmm. go. We got everything. Um, Ash, where can people follow your work on the internet? And is there anything that you'd like to point them to? Wow. Um, I'm on Twitter at Ash Crossan. That's where I like pretty much pin all my work at etonline.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now there's a pinned interview with the cast of Rise of Skywalker. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty damn good. Hell yeah. Um, best yeah. in the biz. Whole best cast. in the biz. Ashcross and Colin, best in the biz. Yeah, you got to change. Here, you heard it here first. Mm-hmm. You got to change mm-hmm. your uh, Twitter name now. <laughs> <laughs> best in the biz. Uh, Keller, what movie we're watching next week, and who's our guest going to be? Uh, next week we are watching Ooh Batman Returns. That's right, with Danny Fernandez. That's right. Well, she's not in the movie. It's with Michelle Pfeiffer. She's but in it. Our guest is going to be Danny mm-hmm. Fernandez, who was our guest last year when we watched Batman, nineteen eighty nine. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a cool returning. We like to have guests come back only once a year, and we like to have a different guest each week for okay. the fifty movies. So if you want to come back in twenty twenty, add another movie to the list. Wow! Can if I you can want put it in my calendar. You yeah, if you I want, should probably do that now. Okay, great. <laughs> Very okay. busy. Best in the biz. Uh, we'll set you up right now. But uh, guys, Batman Returns right now is streaming. This is difficult. On uh uh, st- what is it? Stuby? What is that thing? That's you made that up. No. You can get it on I, Stubi. I, I didn't make that up. I meant, to say, <laughs> I meant to say. If you need to watch it, you can watch it on Zimblob. They closed down Flibbert. Zimblob has been absorbed. It's what? now Fubo TV, which is real. Fubo. So if you're a subscriber to Fubo or Sling, you can see how I've I... I've heard of Sling. So Sling is a real thing. It, the, Batman I Returns... I don't, I don't believe Fubo is real, though. Batman Returns is streaming it's on kind of show. both of those. Otherwise, it's rentable for three or four bucks on like Amazon, PlayStation, Google, Guys, YouTube. Guys, buy it. Danny DeVito deserves it. Yeah, eating, eating fish. Give it to Michelle Fife. Go watch Batman Returns. And we don't have to watch Batman because we've already seen it last year. This was the first time we ever saw the penguin with sludge come out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the last, no, they've, they've tried to pull that up a little bit. So uh, we'll be back next week with our last movie of the year. And then we'll be done with one fifth of our stupid podcast. Damn. And maybe if uh, Keller and I feel like it, we might do like a year in review and do another like. Don't put promises out there. Well, I just said it. Fuck. Yep. Uh, Ash, thank you again so much for being our guest. Thank you. You so are. Much. I'm going to come up with something other than best in the biz. 
a, a, I don't know how to respond to it. Tr- like, yeah, cool. I know. I know. It's really awkward. That's why I want to stop. I don't want to put you on the spot. Don't want to put you on the spot anymore. But um, we really appreciate you. We really, we really appreciate you coming over and sharing your love and insight to uh, Little Miss Sunshine and all the other movies you talked about. So thank, thank you. you again. Thank you. Thank you. Keep thank living you. the dream. We'll see you next time, Ash. And guys, go watch Batman Returns. Keep so living weird. the dream. Goodbye. Watch Rogue One last we, night. I know. <laughs> I I was living the dream. All right. Goodbye, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.